It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian, Matt, and Bonnie. Starting things out here tonight, uh, the latest on the Russia-Ukraine situation. At least the latest propaganda. Right. is what we can bring you here tonight. We can bring you propaganda from both sides, which is one of the nice things. I mean, there's no nice thing about war. War is it's awful. It's hell. I hope to never have to be involved uh, or anywhere close to one. But at least now in 2022, we have the ability to actually go and get the propaganda from both sides. Because if you think about it, you know, 30 years ago, uh, you know, you, you had uh, the, the Gulf War. Right. right. And all you got was CNN. Yep. And Wolf Blitzer, our hero. Yeah. Whatever it was that CNN told you, that was the truth. That mm-hmm. was what people were expected to believe. And there was no alternative option. You could not go to Saddam Hussein's blog. Yeah. And <laughs> while know? we're talking about that particular time in history with that particular uh, network, that was also the time in history and the network that changed a lot of things about the news as we knew it, because they got caught filming live from Kuwait mm. from a rooftop in L.A. That was mm. years later, right? Was that years later? I don't remember. That? I don't remember. I remember I, hearing about I it. I remember that they were putting on their gas masks and stud and uh, uh, and their, wow. their helmets and their, you know, on the news uh, cast with fake air raid sirens going off around them. And, you know, it was horrible, absolutely idiotic. And it was bad acting as well. And they got busted for it. Yeah. And uh, apparently it, they, they got in big trouble for it. But at that moment... But they're still there. I mean, they're, yeah, they're and still people there, still but, trust them. Well, here's the deal. At that moment, up until then, news was expected to report the news. After mm-hmm. that, every single news agency in the country had their lawyers go out and change their DBA to say XYZ News and Entertainment. So if they put really yeah, so if they put and entertainment after it, they can make up whatever they want, and that's basically <laughs> what they've been doing ever since. Yeah. Wow. So now we actually have the ability, as long as your internet isn't censored, and strangely, I cannot get to RT's website huh. from my computer. But if huh. I go on my phone and if I go on the phone's data connection instead of using our internet connection here, I can get to RT. So it might just be some sort of weird fluke. Now you got me want to do it. <laughs> awfully strange timing in that case. Mm-hmm. So RT, for those listeners that aren't familiar, is Russia Today. It is the equivalent of the BBC, because for listeners that don't know, the BBC is funded by the British government. Uh, and they've got some great programming and everything, which is unusual for a government channel. Uh, but the uh, the BBC is, is a government operation. And so is RT. That's what Russia Today is. They are available... Yeah, are you on my Wi-Fi or are yes. you on next door? I'm going to try next door now. Okay. Uh, so now we have the ability to go and get the other perspective. Also, RT is run by the Russian government. So is there al- they've got like a, a radio alternative known as Sputnik. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get to Sputnik from my from my laptop here in the studio. And anyway, the 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 point here is that we no longer have to rely on Western media. We can actually go and see what the other side, quote-unquote, is saying. And I want to make it clear, I am not taking a side in this situation. I don't know what the truth is, and I know one thing's true. One thing is for sure true. 
Government people lie mm. incessantly. They don't even know how to be honest anymore. And that includes Joe Biden, and that includes Putin. Absolutely. And that includes the people in the media on mm-hmm. both sides, whether they be state-run media or whether they be supposedly not state-run media like CNN and, and the rest of them here in the United States that obviously don't question anything in any significant manner. They take whatever the government's press release is and they run it on the air as though it's the news. Yep. That's and, what but, we have. you know, anything that isn't one of those two sides is absolutely conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Until it becomes fact. Until it becomes fact. Which is what happened in the last two years with all the COVID stuff. Right. Earlier on this show we were talking well a few days ago we were talking about how those two states the most eastern most states in ukraine declared their independence mm-hmm. and russia was claiming that they were respecting those states independence and that's all they were going to do they were going to go into those two states but now they've went further than those two states for one thing and for another thing who knows if this is real or not but i've seen pictures of them putting up russian flags so that's not really respecting the sovereignty of some place by putting your flag up. Where was the flag put up? Do you know? I don't know. I don't either. I, I, I heard about somewhere. it, but I didn't. I didn't follow that particular story. So I was just like, I can't even think that they're trying to respect a place's sovereignty who declared independence anymore. I just don't really know what to think. Well, the people who declared uh, independence in those places are Russian separatists, basically, or they're they're people that don't want to be part of Ukraine. Uh, but they, for whatever reason, decided to go the route of we're going to secede mm-hmm. instead of declare our independence with Russia. Now, whatever the reason, the political reason for that was, that's the way they ended up going in 2014. We did talk about that uh, the other day. But clearly, these are, are Russian, in a lot of cases, Russian-born, Russian families. They speak Russian. They are definitely, you know, probably would be interested in being brought back into the fold of uh, of the Russian state. I'm not sure why anybody would want to be part of any state. I don't know either, but that's unfortunately the part of, you know, the the situation we find ourselves in, Matt, is we are in the minority. I know. Uh, Those of us who are libertarian. I don't need a flag, and I don't need a parental figure. This is what Mm. states get you. Yeah. This, bombings, uh, life being destroyed. There's a story here in the mainstream media, MSN has it, uh, from the Daily Beast, beyond evil, hospital bombing is just the beginning for Ukraine. So you have, on one hand, mainstream media claiming a ballistic missile has hit a uh, outside a Ukrainian hospital on Thursday, killing two civilians in a sign that Putin's military is paying little regard to civilian life in its invasion plans. And then you have Putin claiming that they are only targeting military targets, that they are specifically, I've got the uh, article from last night, this, this came out, as the attacks started, the supposed bombings and such uh, started, where the Russian Defense Ministry is asserting that it is not attacking Ukrainian cities, contrary to claims from other sources, Ukrainian civilians are not under threat, according to the statement from the Russian Defense Ministry. Oh. Now, again, we know all of these people are liars, so I don't know what's happening exactly, but we do know things are going boom. Right, like yes. that's easy enough to prove. There's video. There's people on the ground. Uh, that's that's true. But if a ballistic missile hits outside of a hospital, now it didn't hit the hospital, just kind of I guess hit the parking lot or something like that. Does that necessarily mean Russia launched it? 
Hard to say. I mean, well, you can look at it this way, too. It doesn't really matter because it's a bunch of armed uniform scumbags fighting each other and yeah. dragging everybody else into the middle of it, even if they don't want to be. They're they're playing a game of soccer in the middle of your picnic. Sure. And it's, uh, and you know, you were picnicking there first. So, and if you want to, I don't know if you saw the footage, but uh, by the way, RT is coming up through the uh, next, next door's door? connection. It's very weird. Only in a mutated HTML-y looking weird, version. man. So it's, it's not... It's, yeah, this isn't working. Um, so, yeah, that is strange. Maybe RT's just down. Maybe, Maybe they're getting, getting hit hammered. hard or yeah. something. That's possible. So, but that said, uh, there, there was some footage earlier. I don't know if you saw this. But it was on Twitter. It was all over the place, really. Uh, a lady and her obviously very, very young child looking out the window of their house, hearing mm-hmm. the jets flying over and so forth. This is in Ukraine? Yeah. And next thing you know, there's a fighter jet comes about 50 feet above their house uh, with a missile, oh like God. an air-to-air missile chasing it, and it buries the missile into their lawn, like Ugh. right on the side of their house. This little kid screaming. You know, the 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 this guy in a fighter jet was so adamant about joining the military so he could, you know, bury the, his enemy's missile in their Somebody's next door neighbor's lawn. side yard. So, yeah, you know, it was absolutely horrible to think that, that it looked at first like a lot of people think that jet launched the missile. But I think that jet was getting chased by the missile mm-hmm. when he decided to get closer to the ground and have the missile hit the ground instead of his plane. But that's that's terrifying, right? Absolutely like, terrifying to watch that. The fact that you know people have to go through this because the state people want to fight over some territory, it's absolutely horrible. Uh, if you want to weigh in here, the number is 603-283-6160. What have you seen? What do you believe about what's going on over in Ukraine? Because it's just propaganda versus propaganda. Mm-hmm. So who knows what the truth is? More coming up. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here if you want. You can take control of the airwaves. You don't have to talk about the Ukraine situation, although it is a pretty serious thing going on there, especially for the people living there that have to deal with random missiles hitting their apartment complexes and or just out in the, I guess, out in a parking lot of a hospital. Luckily, one of them didn't hit the hospital itself, but still two people apparently perished uh because of that but just because a missile flies into a facility doesn't necessarily mean it was russia that shot it how do we know the ukraine uh, government gang wouldn't kill their own people in order to make russia look as though it's attacking areas it didn't intend to attack gotta get people riled up well right because if you want to turn this into a full on out all-out war then the international community needs to be Outrage. Yeah, and the United States has been known to fake things in order to get the American public to want to go to war. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Americans shot the missile at the civilians. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who sure. knows? Who knows? And, and you're right, Bonnie. There have been so many different uh, examples of what some would call a false flag. Uh, it was a Vietnam War. That was a false flag that got the U.S. into the Vietnam War. And there have been other examples of this in the past. And Russia has caught the U.S. and stopped them from doing false flags they were going to attempt to do have in they really? Syria. Mm-hmm. So, and again, you, you, we don't know what the truth is about this situation right now. It, it's a developing thing. Maybe we'll find out some truths later on. But how do you know what to trust? How do you know what reports are accurate, what reports are honest? I don't. And I'm not claiming to, but well, I, you know, one thing is true is John Kerry wants Vladimir Putin to know 
that just because there's an invasion going on between his country and the one next door, that that's no reason to take his eye off the ball when it comes to climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they're going to really be considering that real hard. Is that John Kerry, the one that ran against Bush? Yes. The VP candidate? I didn't know he still existed. Uh, So if you want to weigh in here, you can. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. By the way, uh, Bitcoin price took a dive last night at around the same time the the bomb started dropping, but it's back up. It came back up to where it was yesterday already. So it's sort of around, I think, 38,000, 39,000 today. I'd like it if it went down a lot more... We need a we need a buying opportunity here. Well, I mean, this is a buying opportunity. It's down from sixty eight thousand yeah, in November. And I'm just greedy. It's Thirty thousand dollars <laughs> off of that yeah. right now. You can go to Bitcoin.com, learn the basics about cryptocurrency. In fact, right now, uh, you know, they're talking about sanctions against Russia, sanctioning them by prohibiting them from using the SWIFT banking system. Now, Biden apparently has said he's not calling for that. Although there are a bunch of other sanctions he's going to be bringing into place, more so than what he'd announced on Tuesday. So they're adding adding more sanctions to that now. Uh, but uh, if they'd cut Russia off from the banking systems, the global SWIFT international banking system, then you might see Russia getting really interested in cryptocurrency. Uh, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin.com is where you can go to learn about crypto, like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. Hit Get Started at the top of the page, and that's where you'll find some introductory videos. you got to learn the basics. There are some new ideas. Uh, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but it doesn't take that long to get the, the no, basics down. It's easy. Click Get Started at the top of the page over at Bitcoin.com. And if you want the latest news headlines anytime about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, head over to news.bitcoin.com. That's news.bitcoin.com. So... We're just going to compare propaganda here on this topic because I think that's just the most useful thing that we can do is not just take one side's opinions, not take one side's quote-unquote news and and get it from, from both sides. And if there's a third side out there, I want to hear that too. Like, you know, the people that are actually on the ground. To me, that's probably the most honest thing that you can hear is is somebody with a video camera. You just showed us the clip during the, the break, Matt, of uh, some lady filming out the window of her home as a jet, not sure what brand, right? Don't know if it was a Ukraine uh, jet or a Russian jet, but some jet comes out of nowhere and then there's a missile either tra- that the jet launched or was trailing the jet. It looked like it was trailing it. You saw it behind it, so yeah. it couldn't have come out of it. That then runs into what appears the car apartment complex, yeah, just the, like a the, few doors down. Literally hit whatever was next to her house, hmm. that's for sure. Pretty terrifying stuff. Those th- Those videos, pretty hard to fake. Those are pretty believable, but then again, you don't really know who's firing what, and you really right. have no idea what There's you're seeing. There's probably a, a fighter jet expert out there who can tell us which one what was on the was. run and which one was doing the attacking. So according to Russia Today, which is the Russian government's official propaganda arm, they say this. Uh, again, this came out last night. The Russian Defense Ministry is claiming that its armed forces are attacking Ukrainian military facilities as part of the ongoing operation in the country. Precision weapons are being used against military infrastructure, air defense sites, military airfields, and aircraft, statement quoted by RIA Novosti. Now, we know that when the government claims they're using precision, (laughs) that that doesn't mean anything. They'll still kill a wedding party and some babies. Right, or a hospital or or whatever, right? We've seen how the U.S.'s precision attacks have gone. Yeah, they they, they gauge everything by a nuke. So if it doesn't kill as many people (laughs) as a nuke, it was precision. But that said, Russia's claiming they're not attacking the cities. They're claiming they're not attacking civilians. They're claiming they're only going after the military. The Ukrainian president, 
Uh, Vladimir Zelensky confirmed the nation's military sites were under attack. Under a video address last night, he announced martial law in the country, called on Ukrainians to stay calm and preferably not leave their homes. He said Ukraine was strong and will defeat anyone. Earlier Thursday, Vladimir Putin announced he had authorized a special military operation. Not a war, mind you. Special special military military operation. operation. Is that like the police operations are going on in this area so you can't come over here? Basically, yeah. You're referring to a video we saw from Ottawa. Yeah, but they do that in any situation. Sorry, there's police operations going on right here so you can't come over here and film us. So listen to this. Putin said the goal of the military special military operation was to, quote, demilitarize and denazify Russia's neighbor. To demilitarize and de as in Nazi, denazify. Russia said that about Ukraine? Yeah, this is what uh, Putin from Russia said about the operations in Ukraine. So the people of the Ukraine are, are, there's a lot of Nazis in Ukraine? That seems to be what he was suggesting. That is so laughable. (laughs) Wow. I I wouldn't have expected something like that from Putin. Usually Putin's the one that's like, seems like he's stays away from that woke crap. You know what I mean? Seems like the rest of the world leaders are like the more likely one to be like, we're just fighting against Nazi hate. And Putin's like, no, I just want to kill people. Well, I don't listen to a lot of what Putin says, so I'll take your word on that one, Bonnie. It's like his general character. I just wouldn't expect that from him. It's propaganda, right? So he's saying, we're going after the Nazis. Okay. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Who could be against that, right? Right. Uh, But then on the other hand, they're, quote unquote, to demilitarize the Ukraine. That's a war, right? Like, he's saying this is a special military operation to, quote, demilitarize Ukraine. Well, when you attack military sites with your military, it's basically what... Or defines disarm a, war. a country, yeah. Well, the, the or anyone, really. If you try to take anybody's ability to defend themselves away, you are committing an act of war against them, whether it's a cop against a U.S. citizen or if it's a some giant government against some other smaller government or giant government. Yeah. Well, in this case, uh, Bonnie, Ukraine has already been disarmed by its own government, but now the government gang in Ukraine wants to give out guns to the people because now they've decided it's valuable to have their <laughs> people that are armed. So a bunch of people who don't know how to use guns now have guns. Great. Right, there's more coming up here. It's Very 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can weigh in here on Free Talk live do you feel like your country no longer holds your values have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind there are many people just like you that are discovering freeprivatecities.com they start at freeprivatecities.com and connect via the social media links shown there all skills will be needed when the first of the free private cities open it's sooner than you think stop arguing and build freeprivatecities.com freeprivatecities.com This is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. You can join the show, the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian, Matt, and Bonnie in the studio here tonight. We're talking about the propaganda. We are looking at both sides. Uh, and when I, when I say both sides, I mean the Russian side and the Western media side of what's going on 
in Ukraine in the last 24 to 48 hours, where earlier, a little bit earlier this week, uh, Vladimir Putin announced that he was going to be backing up the independence movements in both Donetsk and Luhansk, I believe it is, uh, which is the Donbass region, the easternmost region of Ukraine, two states that had declared independence uh, as, as people's republics in 2014 on what was purportedly a legitimate vote. Again, we looked at that too, like one side says it's not legitimate, the other side says it is legitimate, the side that says it is legitimate said 89%. In Donetsk, uh, voted for independence in this vote. The other side said, well, we caught some of these uh, activists with 100,000 ballots pre-filled out with the secession vote on. Of so, course. So who knows of course. You know what the real story is there. But, the, of course, the reality is that particular area is highly Russian as far as its language is concerned. Yeah, language and culture and so forth tends to be a lot more Russian than Ukrainian. It borders Russia. The people there, a lot of them, legitimately do believe themselves to be Russian. Uh, now, they didn't join, they didn't vote to join Russia, quote-unquote. They voted to declare themselves independent from Ukraine. Maybe the long-term plan is to join Russia, and they ostensibly reached out to Putin and said, hey, will you acknowledge us finally? Because he didn't do it previously. But now, all of a sudden, he decided he was going to. And so he said, all right, well, I'm going to acknowledge these two independent states as independent states, and therefore we're going to roll our tanks and our troops in there to support these independent states in their fight for independence against uh, Ukraine government. And so that was kind of the official propaganda from the Russian side as far as what was going on. But then all of a sudden last night, the news was there are explosions all over Ukraine. And so it had gone from... We're just going to roll troops into these two states, which are not part of Ukraine, because then it's not an invasion of Ukraine if you don't believe that it's Ukraine, right? Then it's just a, we're just here to be peacekeepers. That was what the official story was from Russia at that time. But then you got bombs going off, apparently, in all other places in Ukraine, and then the statement comes out from Russia that we are attacking the military. Hmm. This isn't a war. This is a special military operation, but we're doing everything we would do in a war, which is to attack the military. Well, I saw online that there seemed to be some bombs dropping in some places that were not military targets. Yes, indeed. And that is the what you're going to see in the Western media. So that's I was giving you the, the Russian propaganda side of the story. The Western propaganda side of the story is... Russia's just dropping bombs on everybody. They're killing innocent people. They're dro- there's a hospital bombing, that, even though it didn't actually hit the hospital. Uh, there's been people that have had missiles fly into their apartment buildings, and they risked, they said 40 people died last night, but then other reports said the 40 people were all Russian military. Well, you know, as or we, not uh, Russian military, uh, Ukrainian military. As we see on a pre- pretty regular basis, I've, uh, you know, you, you hear people say the truth probably lies somewhere in between. in between. I think that's not even the truth. I think it's probably the truth is probably somewhere completely undercover and, mm. you know, hidden from us and will be forever. But I did see uh, one conspiracy theory earlier. And it had to do with uh, it was people were making connections that probably you know there's no proof that they're there, but it is interesting to think of. Uh, apparently, Moderna, the maker of the COVID one of the COVID nineteen vaccines, mm-hmm. had a patent on a gene sequence uh, that back in 2016, and 
a one in a trillion chance occurred, and that same sequence popped up in COVID-19. So this gene sequence that they invented in 2016 just Hmm. happened to pop up in the COVID-19 virus itself. It's a one in three trillion chance is what they said that that's that that's organic, that that just occurred naturally. So um, and another thing is apparently a lot of the places that are getting wailed on by Russia in Ukraine are also places where there are Western bio labs. Oh, really? Yeah. So I wonder what that means. There's, I don't know. That's... Uh, so, um, there's always stuff going on that we're never going to hear about. Mm-hmm. It's never What's the real your, motivation? You know, what's the real kind of story here? Yeah, why you know? did he wait until now? Right. Why did he use that excuse? Mm-hmm. What did Joe Biden know? Mm-hmm. You know, when did they know? You know, we somebody was spotting like uh, Air Force One and a whole bunch of other government style passenger planes taking off out of Dallas or out of uh, Dulles. And other airports in the D.C. area like hmm. three days ago, and they were getting people out, like important people, out of Washington, D.C. I wonder why. Yeah, where were they taking them? You know, they, you know, they, they think these people, they keep them safe, you know. Mm-hmm. You're, you're never going to be able to take out a politician. They keep these people so rock solid safe, you know, and uh, from each other even. <laughs> well, Putin is saying that there's going to be serious consequences for anyone that steps in, like un unbelievable levels of consequences biden has to his credit so far and it's only two days in right so it's not i don't want to give him too much credit but he has not said that they intend to actually have a fight with russia on this he he is ordering troop buildups uh in for instance germany for instance with thousands more troops being ordered to the ready in germany again these are some of the nearby states to ukraine but he specifically has said that he does not intend to. Now, of course, intentions change, but that he doesn't intend to have a uh, a fight. You know, a military yeah, and that's fight just going to create. That's the whole right wing is going to call him a coward, and that's you know. Actually, a lot of the a lot of the right wingers are being anti war on this. Really, from what I've seen, I mean, I don't follow all of them, but like Candace Owens, for instance, is you read some of her her quotes recently that on Twitter or whatever, they're very anti war huh. on this. So. Uh, apparently, you know, when the Republicans aren't in office, all of a sudden they get a little more anti-war than they had. Oh, previously. wow. That never happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, that, that actually happens every single time anything happens. So uh, we're, you know, we're going to see how this plays out. Unfortunately, people are losing their lives because these people are, are fighting over this this landmass, basically, at this point. Uh, there's a story here in the media claiming that. I thought I thought I saw some. Let's see. Headline here was that uh, Putin apparently a Kremlin is demanding Kiev surrender at this point. So they're saying we've got you. It's over. But is it? Well, t- only time is uh, is going to tell. Now Trump apparently has weighed in, and MSN has a report on this. Trump has continued to laud Vladimir Putin even as an impending invasion of Ukraine looms. He released a statement on Twitter saying Putin was, quote, playing Biden. How did he release the statement on Twitter? He's not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> Don't. Uh, saying Putin was playing Biden like a drum, unquote. The former president was also filmed at Mar-a-Lago calling Putin pretty smart for taking over Ukraine for, quote, $2 worth of sanctions, unquote. He has continued to praise Putin even as the full-scale attack is looming. Uh, and then it just goes on to, re- to repeat itself there. But so Trump's making some headlines. By the way, did you hear that his uh, Trump social thing, the Truth Social, launched earlier this week? I heard it was kind of floppy. Yeah, it was a bit of a bumpy launch. Uh, apparently their website crashed 
when people were trying to get in there and, and get registered. And for whatever reason, they launched this thing with only Apple iPhone or iOS support. So if you've got an Android device and you wanted to get on Trump's new uh, social media platform, sorry, huh. you can't. And they say they, they say the Android app is coming soon, but they've had months to get this thing ready. Like, why would you launch in a half-ass way like that? It you just, know, I wonder how many of these programmers and developers are just taking these rich people for a ride. My mom told me, you know, I'm from upstate New York, mm. and there's a there's a wealthy billionaire family in central New York, right where I'm from. And apparently this guy, this, he, they own a big steel company there. And he, the, the latest news on him is he wants to start his own cryptocurrency. So he's hired this whole crew of developers. Like, they're going to charge him millions oh, of dollars yeah. to give him an Ethereum token. <laughs> Probably true. Which costs, like, nothing, nothing to create. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can weigh in on the Ukraine situation or bring up whatever is on your mind. Take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. It's war by any other name, it seems like, in Ukraine with the Russian military and Vladimir Putin claiming it is just a special military operation to quote-unquote demilitarize Ukraine. So, yeah, you don't do that without, you know, like full-on warring kind of actions. And that seems to be what's going on out there. Of course, we only have propaganda to go on. Uh, and that's we're we're sharing with you some of the propaganda from both sides here tonight, so you can you know make up your own mind about what you think is going on out there. With you tonight, it is Ian, Matt, and Bonnie. Don't forget to join us online over at freetalklive.com. We post our show prep on and our opinions on our social media site. You can go to social.freetalklive.com and you can follow most of the hosts over there. Bonnie, I know you and I have accounts. Uh, over at social.freetalklive.com. Of course, the show has an official account as well. Captain has one. That's right. Aria has one. Social.freetalklive.com will take you right over there. It is a Mastodon-based site, just like the Trump site is, which is the weird thing about the Trump social thing, or truth social as he's calling it. He just used Mastodon. They didn't. All they did was they took Mastodon, which is open source, so anybody can copy the code, they made some tweaks to it, so they did some customizations. This is my understanding. I have not used the actual site, uh, but this is my understanding of it. Number one, I, I can't under my bail conditions, but number two, even if I could, I don't have an iPhone, so I can't use it uh, in that way. But it's just Mastodon. They went and they, they renamed on Mastodon when you, uh, when you type something and you post it. It's called Tooting, T-O-O-T. Which I Which, hate that name. It's silly. Sounds like a little, uh, the way the, a mom talks about a fart, a fart to a little yeah. kid. Uh, but it, Mastodon is an elephant icon, so it's supposed yeah. to be the elephant too. And that's why it's even worse. It's like just. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny at least. And so on the uh, Trump social site, they changed it to Truth. You Which tru- is you truthing. Retarded. It doesn't make sense. Like in it's your sentence, verb. yeah. yeah. Uh, I it, sent a truth. That's or, stupid. Or when you retweet, it's called retruth. 
on Trump's God. side. God, That's that just does did. not work. Why, could, how, why is it that they didn't release an Android app? All they did was just, you know, retool Mastodon. Anyway, you can, if you want to see what Mastodon's like, we've been running one for a couple of years now over at social.freetalklive. I guess maybe just over a year. Social.freetalklive.com. You can join the site there. Let's go to AC calling us from Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, AC. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, I uh, heard your uh, question about Putin's crack about Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah, he said he was going and, to denazify uh, Ukraine. Yeah, and uh, what he's referring to is bad blood uh, between the Russians and Ukrainians since the 30s. Hmm. And uh, this is a uh, movement that was started when um, Russia annexed Ukraine in the 30s, and of course you had the uh, starvation after that. Uh, you know, Ukraine never willingly went over to Stalin's Russia, mm. uh, the, the Soviet Union. So um, there was a, a movement called the Banderites. You can uh, Wikipedia that. And uh, this uh, movement uh, really peaked out during World War II when the Germans invaded. And they, um, of course, uh, got the uh, Ukrainian insurgent army to side with the uh, Nazis, and they fought the uh, Soviets. So, this, ah. you know, they they still refer to this today, uh, and you'll you'll see if you followed like the 2014, 2015 Ukrainian war, they would uh, refer a lot to uh, uh, Bandrites. And, so uh, you're saying that in the case of the Nazis uh, back then, the enemy of my enemy is my friend as far as the Ukrainians are concerned. That's why they teamed up with them? Well, when the Nazis invaded in 1941, a lot of Ukrainians welcomed them because they were liberating them from the From Soviets, the Russians. From the communists, mm-hmm. yeah. They, uh, there was a lot of Ukrainians that, you know, they're, they're very nationalist, they're very patriotic, and they... Uh, didn't appreciate the Russians coming in and and running all their business, and uh, hmm. of course they didn't run it too well. So um, yeah, uh, this was a resistance uh, organization. So is Putin suggesting that the Nazis are still there in the Ukrainian government by saying he wants to denazify them? Um, Oop, do I we think lose, we lost. Do we you. lose you, AC? Oh man, he was uh, very knowledgeable about yeah, that was the, interesting. About yeah, that was the situation. Great. It was it's, going well. <laughs> it sounds like in in the United States, when a politician calls someone a Nazi, it's just them being a stupid leftist who calls everyone a Nazi. So that's what it sounds like to us when Russia says, "I'm going to denazify Ukraine." But in this case, he's referring to possible some his some history. Yeah, that happened happened there. AC, um, you're welcome to call back. I don't know what happened. I think maybe you you're dropped out of a cell or something like that. We'd be happy to hear back from you and finish that conversation. Conversation. The number is 603-283-6160. The president of Ukraine said that this is a morning which will go down in history. This according to the sun.co.uk. Russia has taken the path of evil, he said. Russia, he said, further has attacked our state in a cunning way like Nazi Germany did in World War II. So you literally have both (laughs) sides calling each other Nazis in this conflict. Zelensky, that's the president there, said the government will provide weapons to people who want them. 
and urged anyone with military experience to step forward. He added, quote, we will fight for our country and we will support our country in the squares of each town. He added the armed forces are, quote, ready. Ukraine will not give up its independence and urged people to make blood donations. On the other hand, uh, Vladimir Putin was quoted saying, to anyone who would consider interfering from outside, if you do, you will face consequences greater than any you have faced in history. The Ukrainian said. president said that? That was Russian President Vladimir Putin. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, hope that ba- Biden just listens to that and says, oh, let me just stay out of this. Hope so. Ministry advisor Anton Hereshenko said Russian troops had landed in Odessa and separately were moving into Kharkiv. Hereshenko said either Ukraine and the world will stop the new Hitler now, he's referring to Putin in this case, or there will be a third world war. Ukraine's ambassador to the UN told his Russian counterpart there is no purgatory for war criminals. They go straight to hell. Well, you know what it means since both sides are calling each other Nazis. Mm, it means they both mean? lose. Well, everybody loses in a war, right? Like anybody who quote-unquote wins the war has lost probably tens of thousands, if not more, human lives on their on their side. So there's there's really never any kind of winner to a war. There's just the side that gets to possess the property, the spoils, mm-hmm. if you will. And that would, you know, you just said the magic word, too. You know it would prevent all this crap is if people believed in and defended private property. Mm. There's really no need to have governments doing that for us. Yeah. We have... You know, each person defends their own property. That's really all that needs to be done. You don't need gigantic groups of militaries to handle it because that's not what they end up doing. They end up just destroying it all. And I want to bring AC everybody. back in here. He just I noticed his number just called back in. Is this AC? Yes, this is AC again. All right, go ahead. You were making a point there, and something happened to your connection. Go ahead. Yeah, I fell out. Uh, yeah, broke up and fell out. But uh, yeah, the Ukrainian insurgent army. Uh, wound up fighting both the Germans and the Soviets and continued after the end of World War II. Hmm. Um, And they were eventually uh, compromised by communists in the intelligence community that um, basically put the Soviets onto their groups that were left. Uh, There were were, um, groups like that called the Forest Brothers in Lithuania and Ukraine, that fought the uh, Soviets after uh, VE Day. So it's a it's a complicated history there. It's it's not very simple. Of so not. when um, Putin is saying that they're going to denazify Ukraine, are they basically saying that some of the Nazis um, are still involved in the government of Ukraine? They're just referring to you know what they would call right-wing elements hmm. and nationalist elements that are, are not, um, you know, in favor of the Russians coming in again and and uh, running all their business. Hmm. AC, thanks for uh, calling uh, and it, sharing that. Anything else you want to get out there tonight? Go ahead. It's kind of a slur, you know, it, it, but you, you you run across that. If you if you look up Banderites, there's pretty good history. So can you spell that, Banderites? B-A-N-D 
E-R-I-T-E-S. Thank you for the clue there. I appreciate it. And thanks for the call tonight, AC. Thanks for calling back, too, after the, the disconnect there. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, the number, if you want to join the show, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Uh, we do have other things to discuss coming up here tonight. Bonnie, you've got an update on the George Floyd situation. Apparently there's news about that. And also, Matt has the update on the lightning links, the, the people that are going, you know, facing time in prison for printing up artwork on some little pieces of metal and what's going on with their case. That's all on the way. Plus, you can share your thoughts on Ukraine or whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want to talk about here. And take control of the airwaves, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. It's Ian, Matt, and Bonnie in the studio here tonight. We are comparing propaganda between the Russian side and the Western side, if you will. So far, we've learned that they both call each other Nazis. Yes. Just like here in the United States. That is definitely an important takeaway. Uh, Putin is saying he's going to, quote-unquote, denazify Ukraine. And the Ukrainian president is literally calling Putin the new Hitler. <laughs> so uh, is this thing going to spiral out of control into a full-on world war? I sure hope not. Uh, according to the Russian Propaganda site RT.com, which I actually really enjoy RT's coverage of the United States because they're always critical of the United States government. But, of course, they're not so critical of their own, considering the government of Russia runs RT. So you got to keep that in mind whenever you, uh, you turn to them. But there is a story filed there earlier today that Russia is ready to negotiate with Ukraine. So they're already saying, all right, here are our terms. We We think we've done enough fighting here we've we've shown that we're going to move in enough troops to uh to subdue the ukrainian military we believe we're winning this conflict says russia basically and here's what their negotiating terms are uh this according to the russian kremlin press secretary dmitry peskov 
According to Peskov, President Vladimir Putin has expressed his preparedness to engage in discussions with his Ukrainian counterpart with a focus on obtaining a guarantee of neutral status and the promise of no weapons on its territory. These are terms that, according to Peskov... No weapons in all of Ukraine? That's what it sounds like. Now, presumably he's referring to military-style weapons. I don't know if he means, like, you're not even allowed to have a gun. Uh, it's not really clear. But it says that, according to Peskov, this would enable the achievement of the demilitarization and denazification. These are the official <laughs> things that Russia is trying to do in Ukraine, according to Putin, of Ukraine, and eliminate what Russia currently views as a threat to the security of the state and its and people. Peskov clarified, quote, the president formulated his vision of what we would expect from Ukraine in order for the so-called red line problems to be resolved. This is neutral status, and this is a refusal to deploy weapons. So that's what they want. And if Ukraine is ready to agree to those terms, then they suggested that the current military uh, attack could be called off. Mm, Hopefully that happens. Hopefully. You think they should surrender? Or yeah. you just you just want the military action to be called off? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they should. I mean, most people in Ukraine probably don't believe they should surrender to the Russians. Yeah, probably not. Right? So this is probably not going to end tomorrow. But basically, you've got Putin saying, well, y'all could end this if you just agree you're going to be neutral and you're going to get rid of your uh, your weapons. Well, one thing nobody has been telling me, I just went... Our co-host? Nobody, yeah. Our, our co-host, Mr. Nobody, I just mm-hmm. went and was talking to him at a coffee shop and... One thing he was telling me that is really interesting to me is that NATO, the North American Treaty Organization, was created to get rid of the Soviet Union. And it still exists even though there is no Soviet Union. That's right. And um, and has U- been spreading. Ukraine has been expressing interest in recent years in joining NATO. Yeah, that would be bad. And that's basically like if we had China just letting Canada create you know, some kind of alliance to get rid of the United States, and that was going on in Canada, I think that the United States would have a big problem with that. Yeah, it'd be so, pretty similar to to China or Russia setting up shop militarily in Canada or Mexico. Yeah. Now, that so, would make the United States government very uneasy, too. And that's so, why Putin is upset, right, yeah. because and of that. I'm not saying that it's good for a country to not be able to defend itself, but I like the idea of them remaining neutral and then the Russians stopping attacking them. Mm-hmm. I mean, so as Matt they said, take the deal. You're saying, yeah, they I would take, take the deal. I would take the deal, but and, and you're I'm not a president of a country. Somebody who does apparently have Ukrainian blood in your family. Yeah, for the record. And my uh, little uh, brother was just adopted from um, Kharkiv, oh, which yeah, is now which is being right next door to. No, wait, Kharkiv Donbass, is getting right? exploded today. Wow, really? So, yeah, literally. I don't even know. Like maybe his orphanage isn't there. I, I mean, I don't know. It depends on the. But my parents were there less than one year ago. Yeah, that's crazy. It's really crazy. Uh, So if you want to weigh in here, you can. Again, we're just kind of looking at the uh, the different propaganda out there. Putin saying he's got the terms available if they just want to say, hey, look, we'll be neutral. We're not going to be part of NATO. And we're going to demilitarize, meaning to get rid of, I presume that means like tanks or whatever. Because... I don't know if Putin would be able to say, okay, well, people, you can't have knives or, or sharp sticks. But uh, so I presume when he says you need to not have weapons, he means the nukes. state. The state, Yeah, I don't know if Ukraine has nukes, but uh, but the state itself should not possess weapons. And then he says it'll be over. We'll, we'll, we'll leave. 
And I presume he'll also want them to recognize, uh, it's not mentioned in this, but I presume he'll want them to recognize uh, Donetsk and Luhansk as uh, independent nations. Because that was the purported reason for the invasion, quote unquote, in the first place. And that big Russian state's always willing to take on more taxpayers. Certainly. So that's pretty much uh, the update, at least as far as what I can see. If you want to get, you know, maybe you've been paying closer attention to this and you want to jump into the conversations uh, here, you can. The number is 603 283 6160. That's 603 So in other news, since we're talking about weapons, Matt, you've got an update on the insanity of the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms bureaucracy here in the United States. They're a little nutty. As you explained to us on a recent episode, they targeted a couple of guys for artwork. Yeah. For creating works of art. Basically. And selling it. Yeah, and they're charging them with possession of machine guns, mm-hmm. or you know what purport, it's purported by them to be machine guns, mm-hmm. because they have artwork that's made out of metal, and then on that metal there are drawings of other things, like and the outlines of where holes could be. Yeah, the outlines of some if someone wanted to take a cutting device to this uh, this metal and drill out those holes or those pieces then they would then have what are called popularly lightning links, Mm -hmm. which are little pieces of metal that the federal government considers to be machine guns. Yep. And they're going after these guys because they simply sold artwork of these lightning links on pieces of metal, and they're claiming you guys need to go to prison. Correct. What's the latest in that particular case? So the latest uh, GoFundMe, of course, has refused to release any of the funds to Matt Of course. They should have known better. Yeah. Why well, did they go with GoFundMe? I have no idea, but they've gone to give, send, go now, and I don't know if that's better or not, but uh, they're still using some kind of centralized, you know, yeah. politicized, everything's so politicized. Uh, so uh, they've got about, they're asking for 500 grand, they've got about 23,000. Uh, How far up. did they get on, uh, on I GoFundMe? I didn't pay attention to that. I didn't find out, but I, I'm sure it was not a small amount of money. Because I think when we checked it, the dude was over like 60 or 100,000 Yeah, or it was getting up there. So, uh, but of course, GoFundMe is being the typical dirtbags that GoFundMe always. Oh, their total to be, uh, status, uh, unbelievably yeah. bad. I would not send any money for any purpose to GoFundMe. They, yeah, I want any more after Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that's another one. So just that's just one more example, and they do this stuff repeatedly. Uh, you know, everything's such an arm of the state now. We got to mm. we got to get away from this. So. Uh, at any rate, uh, he's got a couple of good lawyers on his team who've been basically doing everything out of their own pockets because he can't afford to pay him because he doesn't have any money mm. since all the money's hold up, wow. uh, being held. Uh, so the um, the latest the latest news is that he's still in the fight. He went online for the first time today. He said one word and it was nope. Uh, he was sitting. Which, which to, guy is this? this the, his name's the, Matt Hoover. And is this the guy with the, the, uh, the video? Yes. Okay. The yeah. YouTube channel. He has a YouTube channel. Yeah. So, because uh, there is the other guy too, who's still in jail. Isn't yes. He? Yeah. 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 The, the other guy is the actual guy who manufactures the art. He's yes. the artist. Yep. Uh, the YouTube guy just promotes it. Promotes it. Wow. Talking about it, selling it. There's more to the story on what's going on with this. Yep. Uh, coming up, and you can share your thoughts as well. Whether it's this story or whatever's on your mind, six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty is art illegal now in the U.S. We'll. Whether you want to 
we're talking about the Ukraine situation or the ATF cracking down on artists for making artwork in a country with a supposed free speech First Amendment that should protect such activities. Doesn't protect you from getting arrested, though, even if they ultimately do win in court, as they should. That doesn't undo the damage, the potential, you know, PTSD from having armed goons assault your home in the middle of the night or whatever that I don't know how they pulled this one off on this on these guys. But uh, these dudes were arrested and they're being charged with potentially spending the rest of their lives in prison for selling artwork on the Internet of what are called lightning links. Uh, which are little pieces of metal that you can drop into a semi-automatic rifle and kind of convert it yep. uh, in a way to a uh, fully automatic. And uh, again, you want to weigh in here, the number 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. Matt. And Bonnie. Uh, so, hey, one thing I want to let you know about is that we do have a way that you can support this show. And Troy Schultz, I want to say thanks to Troy for helping us out as a silver supporter of the Free Talk Live Amps Patreon. We do have an Amps uh, Patreon, which means you can go and do for as little as five bucks a month, like Troy is doing over there, uh, to help us advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. It helps us get on more radio stations. We're on uh, over 190 stations today. Uh, Not all on the same day, but over a week, we're on 190 (laughs) stations. And we can be on more than that. It does take time. It takes money. It takes effort. So thank you to Troy Schultz for helping us with that. And you can do that, too, over at amps.freetalklive.com. You get some cool perks, some benefits for joining up over there. That's amps.freetalklive.com. We sure do appreciate it. Uh, So, Matt, what else do we need to know? You said the dude is out of jail. He's out of jail. One of the two. One of the two. Well, there's. I want to talk about rare breed triggers too with the forest reset triggers because yeah. there's a funny new advancement in that too. Uh, so the uh, the guy uh, from the YouTube channel is out on bail. He's got a couple of lawyers. His name Stanford, is Matthew Matt Hoover. Hoover. Yep, and he is uh, his YouTube channel is CRS Firearms. And okay. he was never involved in the sale of these things. Yeah, he's that's what he did. He, I oh. mean, they were for sale out of his shop. Oh, okay. But I uh, thought he was just in trouble for talking about them. That would be crazy. No, I he, mean, it's still no, crazy. He was promoting them, and he thought you know everybody. Thinks it's hilarious. I well, mean, wait a minute. He wasn't shipping these things out. He was just the guy promoting them. Is that he? it? I thought he was selling them. I thought he he was selling them out of his shop. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about that. I thought I I, I thought when I read the story, they were charging him with basically a conspiracy. Because oh, he he helped the guy sell these things from his website, which was maybe a different site. Maybe there was site. a sponsorship kind of deal yeah. or something mm-hmm. going on. I don't on. remember the name of the website, but there was a website that Yeah, he the guy was who actually made promoting. them was different than him. Yeah. He, he wasn't actually making them. I mean, it still sounds like a freedom of speech uh, Sure. Whether, whether you're making art or you're selling art, doesn't matter. They charged but, the YouTube guy with like five counts. Remember, we yep. pulled up the, the indictment and looked at the actual counts. The main guy who ran the website, who the artist, he's facing all the counts. The guy on YouTube is only facing like five counts, and it's all from people who received the product who said they heard about it from, from the YouTube him. channel. Right. So uh, he's got a couple of good lawyers, and uh, they're, of course, GoFundMe is blocking them from getting any of the money that's been donated to them. So they've gone to, uh, what is it, Go, go what, Give, the, Send, Go. Give, Give, Send, Go. The Christian fundraising site? Yeah, I think that's what, they're, they're the Christian ones. Great so, until you need to raise money for Aria. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, but true. Or until the banks just refuse to allow Give, Send, Go to send you the money. Yeah, right. that's yeah. what happened. That's in what happened Canada. with the truckers yeah, That's in right. Canada. Yep. 
Um, so uh, in other news, uh, well, th- so the guy's got good lawyers. They put up a video tonight. It's the first time we've seen him since it happened. Oh, wow. Uh, the lawyers. This was a few weeks back, several this, weeks ago. This is like right? a month, almost a month ago now. So the, uh, the they opened the video with the two lawyers saying, we are such and such representation for Matt Hoover, CRS Firearms, so forth. Uh, Matt is here with us. He's safe and sound. Matt, would you like to say anything? And Matt says, nope. <laughs> and the lawyers go to, to, to talk for the next 10 minutes straight. I see. So, uh, But it, he looks to be in good spirits and healthy and so forth. Uh, so that's a good thing. That's, that's nice to see. And uh, from what they say, it's it, the case is as bad and idiotic as everybody else thinks it is you don't have Mm -hmm. to be a lawyer to think it's bad and idiotic they agree so that's a good sign um in other news with atf and it is a ridiculous case because it's an an art case it's literally a first amendment case as much it's it's more of a first amendment case than it is a second amendment imagine getting your money that you have in your bank account frozen for promoting some art that's just so crazy it's art that the government doesn't like yeah, like yes. imagine they start uh, banning pe- or freezing people's bank accounts because they sell donut flags to hang up whenever your house gets raided. <laughs> mm. So uh, in, in other news, a few weeks ago, we also reported on rare breed triggers. Uh, rare breed are the forced reset triggers, right? These are a, these are kind of like a bump trigger. Yes, exactly. If people are familiar with the bump stock, right. it's kind of like this that. This is a bump trigger. Yeah. It's not technically fully automatic. They're way more expensive, though, right? They're like 450 bucks. Yeah. Wait, which one's more expensive? The trigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, 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 the rare breed triggers are pretty expensive. They're, it's called the forced reset trigger. So uh, it turns out, and I didn't know this, the guy who owns forced uh, uh, owns rare breed triggers is actually an attorney himself. Oh. Yeah, he's a gun nut and an attorney. So he was prepared for this. Then. Yeah. Well, I think he did it on purpose. I like, see. He was poking the bear because he's a lawyer and he can. Yeah. And uh, so he that that explains why he has not stopped at all. Like any cease and desist that was given has not been ceased and desisted. I want to recap this one. So on these forced reset triggers. The gun gun stores around the country were given a heads up that the ATF may yeah. be coming in and confiscating mm-hmm. and possibly bringing criminal charges. And they did indeed confiscate, but they haven't brought charges, right? Mm, like correct. the gun store owners have not been charged criminally. The ATF just basically came around and stole some stuff. Yes. Yeah. They went to some of the bigger outlets online to their warehouses mm-hmm. and, and confiscated Said, what over. they had in stock. Yeah. But and then some of them continued to sell. They restocked yeah, and they continued restocked to sell. restocked and, yep, the Rare Breed sent out emails saying, back in stock. <laughs> it's like, so they're not letting up. Huh. Um, now, the, I wonder, no, I'm curious though. Yeah. And you may not know the answer to this. Did Rare Breed make good? Did they say, you know what, you guys lost 10 triggers, we're going to send you 10 more? I don't, I, that's hard to say. I don't know. I mean, how much money can these things cost? To make uh, triggers are piece pretty, of metal. Triggers are pretty precise things. Really? Yes. Wow. And there's a lot of technology that goes into making when they have to be certain hardness and do certain things. And when it's coming to something that's walking the line of being a fully automatic setup, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that thing is performing exactly as it should. There's There's been people who've had their AR-15s malfunction at shooting range and gone to prison prison for it because they double fired. Wow. You know, they get they, in the ATF. for Double fired. Like instead of one going off per pull the trigger, it'll send two per pull the trigger accidentally, or it'll get stuck on fire and or something, you know. So and why would they go to prison for? Because they had a machine gun bomb, uh, even though it's just a malfunctioning firearm. It is not at all a machine gun. Wow. But it doesn't matter. The ATF doesn't care if it fired more than once. You are going to prison. But if gun stores had inventory confiscated, 
I wouldn't think that they would want to restock that inventory knowing that the ATF could come right back by and take more of them. So, like, wouldn't the rare breed rare breed have an interest in sending them some freebies? Like, I hey, would. That, that seems logical to me. I'm not sure if they did or not. But Or uh, is rare breed selling direct? Can you just go straight to their website? You can buy from the website, yeah. Oh, okay. Then... That makes sense. We'll continue with whatever the latest is on the rare breed triggers uh, situation. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. The number is 603-283-6160. And you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live. Join liberty-minded volunteerists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. ForkFest.Party. Free Talk Live. Phones open. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Yep, whatever you want to discuss. At 603-283-6160. Ian, Matt, and Bonnie in the studio here tonight. And again, you can take control of the airwaves. We talked about Ukraine, the situation there, looking at the propaganda from both sides. We're getting into the ATF's assault against peaceful artists and people helping promote that artwork. Um, and also now these triggers, Matt, that you were telling us about, the Rare Breed is the name of the brand. Right. So we talked about Lightning Links before. Lightning mm-hmm. Link is a device that you drop into the into an AR-15 uh, that's set up a certain way, and as long as you have it set up that certain way, the Lightning Link will f- make the AR-15 effectively into a fully automatic weapon. They were banned in the mid-80s. Uh, some of them are still out there. Uh, they're nothing more than a little piece of sheet metal with a hinge on it with another little piece of sheet metal. And there's a few different ways to do that. Um, but they're highly illegal. If you get caught with one, the ATF considers just the little piece of sheet metal to be a machine gun in and of <laughs> itself, which is insane. Yes. Uh, that Matt. is the insane world of legal land where they can define a machine gun to be an inanimate object that is simply a piece of a small piece of something metal. that could never shoot a bullet on yeah, its own. Right. It's smaller than is a machine gun it's to them. Basically, like think the old like a think of a pop top off a soda can. Yeah. That's a machine gun. Yeah, just the pop top, not the whole can, just the <laughs> right. pop top. So uh, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous anyway. So uh, that said, um, that's in 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 the in motion that whole court case uh, against that the, the poor guys who were marketing that thing uh, is in motion uh, another guy who's kind of under fire is a an, an attorney who has a company called rare breed triggers and rare breed isn't a fully automatic trigger however it is a forced reset trigger so as long as you pull back on it it will force itself against your finger to mm-hmm. reset itself 
uh, using the motion of the action itself. So it basically effectively shoots just like fully automatic, but it is technically legal. Mm. Uh, it really skirts the law. Some of these gun people are really intentionally pushing the boundaries of what they can do so that they can get into court. And challenge. And challenge. They want to They want to push the ATF up against the same wall that the ATF spends yeah. most of its time pushing other people up against. So... And uh, in this case, the new development in the rare breed triggers is, well, not only have they not stopped making triggers, they've continued to make triggers even though the ATF has raided a couple of retailers and mm-hmm. pulled all the, confiscated all the rare breed triggers from their shelves. Wow. Um, the uh, rare breed triggers has now sent a cease and desist letter to a gentleman who is a gun enthusiast and a 3D printing enthusiast because he isn't really? 3D printing lightning links. He's 3D printing a mechanism that will turn your regular trigger into a forced reset trigger. Oh, wow. So Rare Breed does not like that this guy is putting a file on the internet letting anyone who owns a 3D printer to create their own forced reset trigger. He's using IP laws against... uh, Oh. Yeah, so Tim Hoffman. So he's a lawyer, right? So (laughs) Yeah, he's a lawyer and he can do that kind of stuff. That's too bad. Well, uh, just because he believes in gun freedom doesn't mean he believes in all freedom. That's Mm -hmm. right. Which is sad. Uh Hold that thought. There's more on that. I want to get into it. But first, we got Dave. He's on the line in Arizona, northern Arizona, listening to K-Talks. Hello, Dave. Hey, how you doing today, Hey, Dave. What's on your mind? Well, you, uh, I talked to you yesterday and you wanted me to call you back and give you a quick, like, uh, let you know about that truck convoy, the Freedom Convoy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, you'd called last night to say you'd been by, uh, the, in Kingman, Arizona there where the, yeah. tr- the, uh, the People's Convoy, as it's People's being called. People's Convoy. Yeah. I got it confused with another one. They were expecting to stay the night there in Kingman and, yep. and they did. And you had reported 500 people were out there. And I, and I saw video today that, that was, was then. Yeah. It's way more than that, wasn't it? It was a lot more oh, than 500. Fun. Yeah, it was freaking amazing. Because by the time, I, I had to give up because it was getting too dang cold for my scrawny butt. <laughs> but yeah, there was um, apparently over a thousand trucks. Wow. A thousand trucks? That's yeah. fun. Yeah. According, that's insane. Did people you oh. know go there and see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, yeah, these are, I mean, those are the people that came in. In fact, I had a surprise visit from a daughter mm-hmm. that lives in Utah, and she has a business that's transporting pets. And she happened to be coming from Vegas to come see me in the middle of doing a transport. Mm-hmm. And there was a group in Vegas that assembled, and she was in that convoy that met up with this convoy mm-hmm. that stayed the night in Kingman. And now they're going down to Texas, but there I've figured out enough on this internet deal. There are six convoys going right now. Okay. Well, uh, all starting on the East coast, all trying to assemble in Washington, but they're all, there's six starting points. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, this pizza place where they had it last night yep. was feeding everybody for free. They, they had it like a two day heads up and got some donations and I talked to the owner, and he had, at that point, enough food that was donated and paid for to cook pizza for a 1,000 people. That's fantastic. That's crazy. And then he has a barbecue smoker set up that's kind of like six foot long, like a full-on beautiful, I mean, excuse me, bigger than that, like a gorgeous commercial smoker. <laughs> 
that they were doing a bunch of pork roast and butt and brisket and everything and feeding the truckers and everybody who showed up for free. Um, I heard there was a truck stop that donated 25,000 gallons of fuel. Yes, a privately owned truck stop. Wow. Yeah. That's stepping up to the plate right there. Um, And they gathered up. Depending on the number, ten to fifteen thousand dollars in cash donations that night as wow, well. Wow, that's amazing. I saw people coming in with canned food to help feed these people on the road. Yeah, it really was amazing. It was cool. The yeah, the turnout's incredible. Was- I've got a video that I was able to find on the. Uh, they had a Facebook, or I guess a Facebook group for this uh, mm-hmm. this particular event, and that group. I don't know if it's gone private or it's been removed. I'm going to presume it's gone private because it says I must log in to continue and I don't have a Facebook account, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not able to actually view the group. I suspect right. they turned off the public aspect of the group because they had said earlier they were getting a bunch of spam posts on the group. So yeah. I, I don't know what has happened to that, but I do still have access to the video, and it is tremendous. I mean, there's it's one of the it's drivers wild. coming in on this main drag out in front of uh, the pizza shop, and it's just cars, cars, people, car signs, just a ton of cars parked all along this road because there's not enough room to park at the, the pizza place. They're oh, parked no. up. Yeah, yeah. We were parking down the road. There were people lining both sides of the highway. Um, but, yeah, it was amazing. And, unfortunately, wow. right now, I mean, I, we, we need to get it out there and let people know more. But, unfortunately, this Ukraine crap, that thank you, Biden, that set this up, has kind of taken center stage, which it, I guess it needs to. But, holy sheet, look out, people. World War Three is on its way, and this is scary. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, we're going to definitely cover the People's Convoy. I had it in my show prep here tonight. In fact, I had the video pulled up so we could play some of the audio uh, for our listeners to get a little feel for what it was like uh, for these drivers that were uh, were out there. Just the welcoming committee here was just absolutely amazing. Well, it, it, yeah, and you see, this, it's, I know that they're going to eventually get to D.C. and, you know, the news itself is going to have to carry it. But if we could at least get little snippets out there so people know that it's happening and come out and join it and make it where the media can't ignore this anymore. And maybe Biden will get a clue that, okay, we got to stop doing some of this. But this oil stuff and Ukraine and Russia, I don't know how much time I got, but I'll tell you what, I spent 18 years in the oil field, and all we did was make them rich. We're the ones financing this nightmare right now by cutting off the Keystone Pipeline. Dave, I, I want to say thank you, man, for calling in with this uh, with this update here tonight. I really appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks but, for the yeah, call, brother. People... All right, bye. Uh, just huge turnout last night. This is them coming into uh, Kingman, the parking lot. Yeah, Kingman, Arizona. Oh, that's fantastic. Thou- I mean, there must have been over a thousand people at least. Tremendous number of vehicles and people on the side of the road at this pizza place. Lots of horn honking. Like people with their whole families, little kids holding signs. But is it a good idea? Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. We'll talk about it. We can talk about that on the way here. The number is 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Join us here. Bring up whatever you want. You can take control of the airwaves. 
Got a video, five-minute-long video of uh, one of the drivers pulling in into Kingman, Arizona. Last night being welcomed by what appears to be well over a thousand people. You know what Huge that crowd. truck said, right? You know what that means when that truck says that? What truck says what? It means hail Hitler when trunks honk twice. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have a chance to play that clip, Bonnie, but I actually have it pulled up. It uh, Somebody mentioned it last night, and I have it. It is from a uh, MP, as they call them, a member of parliament in Canada, speaking, I believe, at the discussion regarding the Emergency Act, the Emergencies Act in Canada. Here's what she said. How many guns need to be seized? How much vitriol? Do we have to see of Hong Kong, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? <laughs> she couldn't even say it with a straight face. It's like she couldn't make her mouth say such a lie. Dumb <laughs> she lie. She said it. So uh, we're just talking about the uh, the People's Convoy here, and it is happening. Uh, according to our last caller who lives in northern Arizona, he said there were a thousand trucks in this thing. Now, I don't know who counted that. But that's a hell of a lot of trucks. That's a lot this, of trucks. If that's true, that's awesome. At the we're in day number two of what's going to be an eleven day journey across the country, where people are going to be coming from. He mentioned Vegas. People are going to be coming from the northern parts of the country. People are going to be coming from Florida. They're going to be coming from New England. They're going to be meeting on this path towards Washington D.C. Now, Bonnie, you had asked the question: Is this a good thing? I think the. People gathering and saying we don't like lockdowns and we don't like the state of emergency going on for years and years is great. But I'm a little afraid of what's going to happen when they get to D.C. and uh, the government gets to say, oh, look, they're attacking us. We get to do whatever we want to the entire country now. Yep. I think that's a definitely a legitimate concern. We're going to go to your calls and thoughts. You can weigh in here if you want. Stephen is on the line in Tennessee to start things out here. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live. What up, guys? How are you? Hey, what's hey. on your mind tonight, Stephen? Hey, um, so sorry for cussing on the air last night. I, I didn't realize it. My bad. Oh, no um, worries. But as I was saying, Ian, I'm very happy as a fellow activist to know that you're out. Um, I didn't know that you were out. Um, I'm finally out as well. It looks like I won't be going back anytime soon. But and I'll you be, were uh, arrested gonna... for what? Um... So the the official charges that originally came down were terroristic threats, felony, um, uh, conspiracy to overthrow the government, uh, felony, um, and conspiracy to kill a police officer, felony. Oh my God! Wow. The charge that stuck, the charge that I was eventually charged with in court, was um, public. Public drunkenness, and um, which was later thrown out. Um, and uh, oh, what's the thing? Um, what was disorderly conduct? Charge? Disorderly conduct. Thank you. <laughs> you guessed it. I mean, that's the catch-all. They love hitting people with that one. What precipitated the uh, this arrest? Was this a federal government? Was this a local state government that targeted you? So, so I used to live in um, Middle Georgia. Um, and I helped start a libertarian chapter in Middle Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I left Middle Georgia for a few reasons. Uh, mostly the atmosphere. 
Um, I don't appreciate the racism. I don't appreciate um, the lockstep Republican mindset. Um, so I left mm-hmm. and I went to Virginia. Not that, that not that much better, but a little bit better. Um, and I had a buddy call me um, during the height of COVID, and he said that cops were coming to his house with guns drawn, telling him to back up. Um, and the, the whole story on that is they came, they told him to take political signs out of his yard because they violated ordinances. He said, my property, my, my property, my possession, my decision, get off. And he went to shake their hand to show respect, oh, and he was violating the six-foot rule. So they felt like they had to draw pistols on him. <laughs> wow. So, For the six-foot so rule. Oh, my God. Yeah, for COVID. So So let me just see if I'm following you here. Your friend in Virginia. No, in Georgia. Oh, in Georgia. Your friend in Georgia had the police come to his house and harass him because he had political signs in his yard. He said, these are my signs. I'm not moving them. And then he went to go shake their hand, and they drew guns on him, thinking that he was threatening them. they, They drew guns on him. And so he does the worst thing possible, and he calls me. Right, bad idea. I grew up in this area. Like, I'm very familiar with this area. I went to middle school in this area. I went to high school in this area. I graduated from this area. Uh, How was he able to, sorry, technical question. How was he able to call you when he had cops drawing guns on him? I mean, normally they don't want you to be pulling out a phone out of your pocket. This was was like hours later. Like okay. Did he get arrested when the cops drew guns on him? What happened to him? Um, so they tried to arrest him, but the jail was shut down unless you were... This was in the height of COVID. I see. So they were only taking rapists and murderers. Okay. Wow, they, that's they crazy. Up, yeah. So they signed him a bunch of tickets. He calls me, and I say, before he says anything, I say, is it Officer Cookie? And he goes, how'd you know? Right? Wow. And I said, don't, don't worry about it. I got you. I, I, I got this. So I called a bunch of people I knew in Georgia with the LP, and I got a bunch of signs, and I um, called to make sure that I understood the laws correctly. I called some lawyers, and I put signs every six feet up and down this small little city town. Mm-hmm. Um, and what were the signs I, about? Um, Joe Jorgensen, um, just all sorts of political stuff, because okay. here's the deal. In, in this part of Georgia, there's literally a flag with it's a Confederate flag, and it says "Fudge Pop Joe Biden." <laughs> right? right, like this is the part of the country you're in. Yeah, and and this is also there's a guy that got a um, he got arrested. This was several years ago. Um, there was a, a Vice News article came out about this guy who had a bumper sticker on his truck that said, LRN.FM. I had to dump you on that one. I'm not going to hang up the call on uh, on that one, but I had to dump you on that one. We can't say uh, things that are sexually explicit like that on the on the radio, so please oh, don't didn't. do that again. I, I, I didn't even know that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to be PG. I'm not my bad. Okay. No, it's okay. So you were saying uh, you you put signs all around the town, and that's yeah, why they came I after you? Signs, 
I put signs all around the town, and uh, an officer made contact with me, and I said, hey, he said, I need your name. I said, I need your name. And he said, that's not how this works. And I said, yes, it is. And he goes, I think I understand the law better than you do. And I said, are you a lawyer? And he goes, no. I said, so why do you think you understand the law better than a lawyer? And he goes, are you a lawyer? And I said, what makes you think I'm a lawyer? <laughs> and this went back and forth for a few minutes. And then I said, here's, here's the deal. Here's what, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get on the phone because I'm frustrating you. And you're going to call your sergeant. Your sergeant's going to come. And he goes, fine, that's what I'll do. And I said, cool, tell Derek to be ready. Hmm. And his, his jaw drops. And he goes, how do you know my supervisor's first name? I said, don't tell you how I know him. Derek Cookies, Derek, his, his last name is Cook, oh. right? But he's not the fittest individual in the world. <laughs> and A fat cop? Something. I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, and so he says something to me, and I say, look, dude, I understand you're jealous because you're inbred, but your sister <laughs> dated me, not you. Oh God! Oh my God! All right. So that's a terroristic threat. This was threat. when the co- this was Cookie. You said this to Cookie when he got got on the scene. Yeah, he, he comes on the scene. He says a bunch of stuff. I said, "Here's the deal." All right, hold on. I I wanna, you're gonna have to finish. <laughs> you're gonna have to finish this story in a moment. We'll uh, we'll continue with uh, small town cops cracking down on a guy for putting signs out, political signs all over town. They trumped him up Going with a bunch break. of charges and then ultimately dropped every single every single one of them. Uh, so there is really something to be said for taking things to trial, being willing to not take a plea deal. In fact, we've got a story about that right here in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, with a local young teenage cop blocker who had a tremendous court victory uh, where he had all charges dismissed. We can tell you about that coming up, too. Hour 3 is on the way. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live phones are open here. Of course, you can bring up whatever is on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. It's Ian, Matt, and Bonnie in the studio tonight. Kicking off the third hour. Uh, phones are actually really busy here this hour, but we will do our best to get you on the line if you are wanting to talk on the radio tonight. Uh, we talked about Ukraine, the situation there, reading propaganda from both sides. You make up your mind what's actually going on. It's probably something that is not even being talked about. But uh, that, the People's Convoy in day number two, they're still out in Arizona. They're planning on being, I think, northeast Arizona today for the night. They're basically going to drive through New Mexico because no one wants to stop in New Mexico. And then they're going to have their third night. It's going to be in uh, in far west Texas. So that's the current plan. There were over, I would say, over a thousand people to welcome them in uh, to northern New Mexico or sorry, uh, into uh, northwest Arizona last night. Just an incredibly successful ride so far. And it's only just getting started with their destination being March 5th. 
targeting to arrive in Washington, D.C. So this thing's going to keep going, and there already are tons of supporters. There's photos on their Facebook group today as they're riding through Arizona. They say almost every overpass is packed full of supporters. That's cool. Waving with like humongous American flags and things like that. So there's definitely a lot of support for the People's Convoy. Their website, thepeoplesconvoy.org. Which makes no sense to wave an American flag when you're protesting against the government. Yeah, but these are people, Bonnie, who haven't given up on the the U.S. government yet. They still believe that it could somehow be constitutional, that it could somehow, you know, go back to the Constitution. That's what a lot of these people want to happen. In fact, that's the official statement from the People's Convoy is they want the U.S. government to adhere to the Constitution, which we know is ridiculous. That's never going to happen. Um, there's no chance that that's ever going to happen. But if you want to comment, you can join uh, the show here. The number is 603-283-6160. We've got Stephen in Tennessee. He's regaling us with a story of his arrest in Georgia, uh, a town in which you grew up, Stephen, where it's small enough to where you know who the cops are, that kind of thing. And uh, you and a friend of yours were guilty of putting up signs in uh in public places in in town and the police confronted you about it you were in the middle of that story and you had demanded that the cop call his sergeant knowing who he was going to call in uh and that was kind of where we left your story off so can uh, continue please yeah Yeah, so um derek cook um threatens me a bunch i said here's the deal bud um we've had bad blood for like 15 years now here's Here's the difference between me and you. I'm able to get past my issues. I'm able to, like, and I told him, I was like, what I think you need is what I needed when I came home from Afghanistan, and that's a large amount of therapy and a really big bowl of weed. <laughs> that's um, good advice. I, I think it's solid advice, and I didn't mean that, like, as a as a douchebag thing to say. Sorry if I'm not a Yeah, you word, did. But I, I, <laughs> and that's okay. I, I did no, I didn't. I, I wasn't trying to be hateful to the guy. No, I didn't think you were trying to be hateful. But it okay. definitely was a. Um, it definitely is a spike at a cop, right? Like kind of a backhanded. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's not a spike at a cop. It's a spike at somebody who thinks that because they're a member of the system, they're untouchable. And mm-hmm. I thought when I was walking around the desert with an with an M4, I was untouchable. Mm-hmm. Let's forget about the fact that I'm not really in the desert. I'm in somebody's backyard. And let's forget about the fact that I'm not really protecting freedom. I'm just blowing up their property. Mm-hmm. Like, like th- there's a lot that you have. To, when, when somebody comes home and they realize the travesties they did, I'm sorry. They need therapy and weed and mm. maybe shrooms. Yeah, shrooms. Shrooms are a good plan. And so, so me and him go back and forth. And the entire time I'm putting signs out and he's threatening to tase me. And I told him, I was like, look, man, I'm not raping anybody. I'm not murdering anybody. The jail's not taking me. And he, so he writes me a bunch of tickets. He throws them at me. I refuse to sign them. He, <laughs> he threatens to arrest me. So he writes me a ticket for not signing the ticket. Um, and so a few months later, I get a phone call. I'm at this time. I'm living in very Northwest Georgia, essentially Chattanooga. Um, and I get a phone call from, um, a, a friend of mine in the middle Georgia area. And he said, Hey, an old friend of mine, he said, hey, I don't know what happened between you two, but Derek's put out a bunch of warrants for your arrest. They're coming for you. And I said, who's coming for me? He goes, everybody. Wow. Derek is telling people that you threatened to kill him. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised 
if the FBI and GBI come for you, you need to turn yourself in before you get shot. Oh my God. And so that's why you always need to record your interactions with the cops. Absolutely. Well, and so, so I called the GBI and I said, Hey, am I on your list? And he said, yes, you're on our list. I said, cool. Um, I'm not telling you where I am. I am telling you in the next 72 hours, I'll turn, I'll turn myself into custody. And he goes, it needs to be more like the next 12. <laughs> I said, I said, all right, um, I'm contacting my lawyer. I've given you my word on 72. Let's see where this goes. I contact my lawyer, tell him what's going on. And my lawyer says, all right. And so at the time I was doing a lot of stuff with Adam Kokesh, um, and so my lawyer immediately starts watching those videos. And I've talked about this on that show before. Um, he tried to keep me from this, this same cop tried to keep me from preaching on a particular uh, Christian service. I want to try to, um, to, to uh, speed this story up. I know you've got a lot to say, yeah. but we don't have all well, night to tell this story. So can you try so to compress been, this down? Been, yeah. So I, I get, I turn myself in. I spent six months in jail. I, I spent six months in jail. Wow. I go to court. On what charges? So I go to court on terroristic threats, conspiracy to overthrow the government, and uh, <laughs> conspiracy to kill a cop. And my, wow. my lawyer comes in, my lawyer comes in with stuff to give you an idea of how far back this goes. Messages from MySpace where, he, where this <laughs> same cop, when we were in high school, was threatening to kill me in high school. Oh, my God. Wow. brings all this evidence. They immediately, the DA immediately stopped. The next day, they bring me back into court off the calendar, and they offer me a deal. And I said, if the deal's not, you give me a million dollars and let me kick this dude between the legs, the, the answer's no. <laughs> so, nice. So they, they go ahead and they, they release me, but they release me on probation. And so the state of Georgia is still in a state of emergency because of COVID. So I don't get a jury trial because they're in a state of emergency. So I go to, I go to the probation officer and they say, hey, you've got to sign these documents surrendering your rights as long as you're on Hold probation. On a second. Not a so you haven't even had a trial and they're putting you on probation? Yes. That's weird. So this is basically yeah. pre-trial restrictions. Yeah. Okay. And no, 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 no. They, they refused me a trial because of a state of emergency. We're under a judicial state of emergency in the state of Georgia. Uh-huh. You don't get a trial unless it carries 20 years or more. Wow. That's the way the law is written. Okay. So wow. State of emergency. So Got they, it. No rights. No rights. And so I go to my probation officer, and she says, you have to sign these documents. Say, and and this, isn't a, this is not a state officer. This is a private company. That gets paid to do this. Hmm. And I said, I'm not signing rights away. I'm not signing away my right to vote. I'm not signing away my right to own guns. I'm not signing away my rights. She said, well, you, you have to or else. And I said, or else I just walk away. And I got up and I walked off. Hmm. A warrant was filed for my arrest. I went back to the judge. I explained to the judge, I didn't do anything wrong. i like, this is a, a misdemeanor charge. They're not treating me as a felon. She says, fine, we're going to release you. Um, and we're going to take away all these conditions. I said, cool. I show back up information. They say, hey, you owe us $1,000. I said, I don't owe you anything. I'm not paying your fine. You haven't even been convicted I, of anything. I, no, I, I was convicted. I was just not convicted with a trial. What were you convicted so, of? Um, disorderly conduct. Oh, that's right. They got rid of the, ter- <laughs> they got rid of the terrorist stuff. 
Okay. Yeah, they got rid of all the serious stuff. They gave me disorderly conduct. So they, they convicted you without time. without any trial? Due to COVID, Ian. Yeah. I want to hear the so, rest of the story. Hang on. I know it's it's detailed here. It's crazy. Uh, we'll find out what, the, what happened here with this probation nonsense on the disorderly conduct charge that he's convicted of without there ever being a trial held. This is the kind of crap that went on during COVID. This is not, you know, an unusual story. The court system was in a, it was even worse of a mess than it normally is. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Ian, Matt, and Bonnie in the studio tonight. And, of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Coming up here in about four months from now, and that'll be here before you know it, it's Fork Fest 2022, the sixth annual Fork Fest happening at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. I'm so psyched. Fork Fest happens the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And if you want to attend the Porcupine Freedom Festival this year, you better hop to and get your tickets for the Porcupine Freedom Festival because they are almost sold out. The Mm. campground itself is sold out at this point. That's nuts. And normally, Pork Fest tickets don't even go on sale until the Liberty Forum, which is happening next weekend. So they're almost sold out this year by the point at which they don't even start selling tickets in previous years. So this is going to be an epic, another record-setting Porcupine Freedom Festival. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Last year was a record too, right? Yeah, last year was their first ever sold out year in -hmm. in 18 years. I believe this is year 19, uh, if I recall correctly. Yeah. And so it's going to be a big year, no doubt about it. Head over to the Porcupine Freedom Festival website. That's Porkfest with a C, -C P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com to learn more about that event. And whether or not you can attend Porkfest, you can definitely attend Forkfest, which is, again, the week after. So Forkfest is happening June 27th through July 3rd. It's kind of like the after party for the Porcupine Freedom There's Festival. There's plenty of room at it, and it's a lot of fun. Laid back, lots of cool people uh, hanging out. And if you want something to happen there, you should make it happen. It's more of the festival for doers. It's you know if you want to throw a, a there's if you want a musical uh, in I don't know a, a concert or a party or a rave or whatever you need to throw it. If you want a poker game, bring the poker table, bring the cards, bring the chips. If you want to have uh, somebody cooking, maybe you should be the one cooking. Uh, so head on out, uh, join us at the Rogers Campground. It's an amazingly beautiful place to be. If you've never been before, make this your first year to come on out. Check out the 6th Annual Fork Fest, June 27th through July 3rd. No tickets for Fork Fest. All you have to do is just reserve your campsite. There's campsites, there's RV sites, and there's even motel rooms if you prefer that. Uh, Forkfest.party is the unofficial website. That's Forkfest.party. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting from both the Porcupine Freedom Festival and Forkfest this year. We'll look forward to it. We've got Stephen on the line in Tennessee. Uh, he's telling us about when he was down in Georgia and the small town cops down there, What one of whom he knew back in high school, who was threatening towards you in high school, apparently, came at you with some terroristic threatening charges, apparently to trump you up on a bunch of BS charges for putting up political signs around town that they didn't like. You took this to trial, or you attempted to take it to trial, but it was during COVID, so they were using COVID as the excuse to not even have trials. So at some point, they dropped the terrorist uh, threatening charges and only hit you with, what was it, disorderly conduct and something else? Yeah, well, no. So we get to court. I want to be very clear about this. We get to court, and I have to go 
through a trial where the judge is essentially a judge and the jury um, against my against my wishes, against my will, against my rights. Um, and the judge had enough common sense to go, okay, the video and audio we have here from the police has been heavily edited. Like, we can see that. Wow. Mr. McClure, Mr. McClure had a camera. Uh, and what we see here isn't him threatening at all. And so they dropped... So the judge forced the DA to drop the charges. The DA came at me with this deal. I refused to take it. And so they released me to probation, and I refused to sign the papers. So eventually I get picked up on violation of probation. Okay. The thing I'm just missing here, and and maybe it's just because it was COVID and they just didn't care, uh, but you're saying they dropped all these terrorist-related charges, and then you had to go to probation— there was never a trial for the disorderly he said there, conduct? There was a trial, but there he didn't get to have a jury trial. He just he had a trial where the judge was the jury and oh, the judge. Oh, you had a bench trial. You had a bench trial. Yeah. Well, I requested a jury trial, but they told me I wasn't allowed to have one because it requ- it required violating social distancing orders. <laughs> and that wasn't something they were willing to do. Wow. But okay, yeah, so they convict. just to clarify, they convicted you in a bench trial of so-called disorderly conduct. And was that the only conviction or was there another charge? Um, that, and they tried to get me on public drunkenness, but that one fell through. Okay, so they only got you on disorderly, uh, a misdemeanor charge, and then they sent you to probation, then the probation demanded $1,000 from you after they tried to get you to sign a bunch well, of stuff that you didn't want to no. sign. So first meeting, they violate me because I refuse to sign the paperwork. Mm-hmm. So I get arrested. I go back in front of the judge. Second meeting, they violate me because I refuse to pay him. So the judge says, okay... Here's what we're going to do. You spent long enough in. There is no fine, but you have to um, you you have to report until your fines until the the fees are paid off. And I said, um, I'm not. So this probation company, they you have to pay them the fine, and then on top of that, you have to pay them. I think it's thirty five dollars a month, <laughs> just as like the administrative and- fee, basically. As, as the, they call it a supervision fee. Mm-hmm. And I said, here's the deal. Um, I'm not paying that either. So <laughs> what, the, what the judge has done at this point, seeing how I've been arrested four times mm-hmm. for violation of probation, um, as long as I check in with my probation officer at least once a month, I, um, they can't violate. Okay. Yeah. The officer has, so every week or so, I send the probation officer a picture of me shooting guns or a picture of me playing <laughs> And I'm like, this is me checking in, bud. Like, have a nice life. And you're allowed to do and, this from uh, Tennessee, where you're calling from? You don't have to stay in Georgia? Um, So I live in very, very, very northwest Georgia, which is essentially Tennessee. So it's like a Chattanooga um, area. How much more time do you have to be on this uh, send things every week punishment on probation? Um, Until I pay the $105 in supervision, which ain't happening for so the rest of my life. Oh, my God, dude. Ugh. Can you leave Georgia? Um, no, absolutely I can. The only thing, the only way I violate is if I don't check in. And me checking in is the funnest part of my week because I mess with that. <laughs> so uh, ridiculous. Wow. But, but, oh, I am ridiculous. Like, I'm, no, this I'm is ridiculous. This, uh, this whole situation is, is ridiculous. Would you ever consider, like, taking... A hundred dollars in pennies in there, and just you know making them count it all, just to to pay it off, just no. to be done with this. You just you're really having fun with this, huh? Yeah, and so here's where things get really freedom minded. All right, 
Prevention violation number four. Um, I'm waiting to be released. The judges ordered my release. They've been very kind to me um, as far as a kind person can be to a tyrant, as far as a tyrant, can, mm-hmm. as kind as a tyrant can be. Um, and I'm like, this is taking a really long time. And this guy walks in, and I'm already dressed out in my civvies, wait, waiting to go. My ride's waiting on me. And this guy walks in and goes, hey, are you Steven? And I said, um, I don't know who you are. I'm waiting to be released. I'm not answering questions. He goes, well, you have to talk to me. I said, I ain't got to talk to nobody unless you're Jesus. GBI wants to talk to me because they have found what they've called a pattern of misconduct by Officer Cook. Hmm. Oh, Uh, you're going to have to call us back another night and tell us more about uh, Officer Cook. Thank you, Stephen, for the call. I definitely appreciate the story. Uh, The cliffhanger's killing Uh, me. Yeah, it's not a surprise that the officer that threatened him as a high schooler, threatened his life, as he said earlier, is a bad cop. I bet he was hoping uh, MySpace messages deleted themselves by now. (laughs) Thanks for the call, man. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, Definitely the kind of activists we need up here in New Hampshire. We've got to have more people like that. Uh, in the same place so we can back each other up. More coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts with us. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Yeah! It's Free Talk Live. You can join the show here if you want. Dial in at 603-283-6160 here tonight. We've got Ian, Matt, and Bonnie. Phones are open. 603-283-6160. You can join us online anytime at freetalklive.com. we got archives that go back for many years. You can easily subscribe to our RSS feeds over at feeds.freetalklive.com. We've got a few different options there. There's the full RSS of uh, the full shows and the digest. There's one for digest only, and there's one for full shows only. You can pick the one that's best for you over at feeds.freetalklive.com. Just copy the link, drop it into your favorite podcast client, and you will receive episodes of Free Talk Live as they are released. That's how podcasts work. So head over to feeds.freetalklive.com. Back to your phone calls and thoughts. Major Payne up first. Calling from Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Major Payne. No, Ian, you've kept me on hold so long, I decided I'm going to change my identity. I'm going to be Sarah from North New Mexico. <laughs> oh, really? Well, we actually have her on hold, well, too. I'm, I'm upset. I don't know why the truckers don't want to stop here. This is, this is, this is really rubbing my fur the well, wrong it's way. It's out of the way. I mean, you're in northern Michigan. She's, no, being, no. she's being Sarah. Oh, I'm being Sarah, Sarah from New Mexico, dude. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> oh, gotcha. I don't think Sarah would welcome right. the truckers there because they're drivers. Yeah, no, but you're right. The, the, the truckers are going to pass through Albuquerque. They are not going to stay in Albuquerque. They're just no, going to drive on no, through. No, nobody, even the old Mexicans, didn't want to stay in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, I called in about a couple of buried news blips. One okay. old, one relatively newer. And... Uh, the old one I'll go to first because that's more in the pertinent news ratings. The other one's just a funny. But anyway, um, back when uh, Putin was taking that piece of Georgia there with the Crimea, that is when he first started messing with uh, these two eastern provinces in Russia, too, and inventing and injecting the insurgents. Okay, well, about then, the president of the Ukraine called the Obama administration and asked them for guns and ammo, and they sent, like, canteens and bandages. 
hmm. or blankets or something. I mean, it was it was just like a bitch slap. Hmm. But uh, so and that that is the, the depth of the, the new world order as far as how long it's been embedded in our government. But uh, so, you know, the uh, the Chinese have got a thousand year plan. The Russians have got at least a hundred year plan. We can't get two elections together to get a 10 year plan. <laughs> but the new world order has obviously got a hundred year plan. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm glad the United States can't get a plan together, but I mean, I don't know if I believe that seems like their plan is to follow along with the great reset people. Well, yeah, the ones that are in charge are part of the new world order. And that's why we got to kill the vipers in the pit. Oh, see, they changed the name. Uh, it's no longer the new world order. It's now the great reset. So there's been a rebranding. I don't know if you've heard that. Yeah. The great reset. That's what they're calling it now. That's the new code they're gonna, words they're, 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 for the they're new gonna world be order. It, they're going to be calling it tilt when it resets on them. Major Payne, get a, get your second story out real fast here. All right. The second one is uh, that uh, the price of unvaccinated sperm has gone through the roof. Really? I've so heard rumors if you are that. an unpoked jerk-off, you can make some money. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Major. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Let's talk to Bad Slave. You're on Free Talk Live in New Hampshire. Go ahead. Coleon. Noir, yeah. Huh? Noir, uh, I don't think he's talking He's talking yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. Bad slave. It's your chance. Had, um, Going once. Going yeah, we twice. kept one right, well, We tried. Uh, Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Yes. I just want to mention remember um, our current Chinese president and Putin were both there at the opening ceremony of uh, the Winter Olympics. They were like buddies. I mean, Did she say our current Chinese like, president? I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah, they were both there, Chinese president and Putin. Okay. And they're tummy, you know, they're tummy, and, and so they're both communists. Um, so I just think that it's really funny. Cause well, I don't know if that. Putin is a communist. I mean, actually, I, I've got a story here that we didn't talk about tonight, but the headline here is that Putin wants to rebuild Christendom. He's religious. He's a religious man. Is he really? Who, apparently. So you right, can't right, right. be a I communist mean, yeah. unless you're an atheist, right? Well, I mean, the thing is that our, our communists now, we accept religion now. We oh, really? incorporate you to be religious. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of uh, communism changes. Well, that's news to me because to the communists, the state is God. Well then, why are they invading um, the NATO countries if if they're well, Ukraine Russia is not invading the NATO countries. Correct. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're afraid that Ukraine is going to join NATO, which is capitalist countries, and that's what they're asking, and that's why they're invading. I think that they're afraid so, that Ukraine would join NATO because NATO was created as an anti-Soviet Union organization, which is basically like, I mean, Russia isn't the soviet union anymore but it's but they're acting like they are basically like nato hasn't dissolved it's still eastern Bloc. well still point. if we were just a different organization but the united states and then you know this current united states took over and there was a organization that started anti the old united states but still existed and they wanted to uh create you know or get canada to join them i think that the united states would be like what's up with that you mm-hmm. know well, but they want to go back to the former Soviet Union the way they were 
before the the collapse. I think that's what they're trying to reach for. Well, you have no basis to believe that. I mean, that's just pure fantasy and conjecture on your part. They could do that if they wanted to. If they wanted to become Soviet Russia again, or Soviet the Soviet Union again, they could do that. Nothing's holding them back from that, so why wouldn't they just do it? Yeah, they could become a communist country if that's what the people there want, but it, you know, it turns out actually being able to eat without standing in a bread line, uh, probably the Russian people actually really enjoy having food in their refrigerators mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and actual, like, choices, you know, items that they can go out and buy in life. Well, I mean, they got they got trading partners still with communist China. They're China, and then we do yeah, they're with communist China, China the quote unquote. But so called communist China is more market based now than they've you know than they've been uh, in the last forty years. And supposedly they're moving a little more commie and a little more central controlled. But ten years ago or whatever, they were much more market oriented than the China of the nineteen eighties or the nineteen seventies. And they was. did very well for a little while there too. The, the freer they let lifting people go, out of poverty, lifted people out of poverty in China. That's what the marketplace does. Now they let people lift themselves out of poverty. Correct. Correct. So why are they? Why are we? you doing business with communist china when they're friends with putin that's the united states does business with communist china i'll do business with whoever's got the best price i don't care what their opinion is capitalist they don't care that as long as they could turn a dollar for big business they will do it at small business too as long as a small business can do business with whoever they want then that's freedom now we don't have that freedom because the u.s government imposes things like sanctions imposes things like taxes and tariffs and regulations that prohibit people from doing business with whoever they want to around the world which is more like communism and more like socialism and fascism which you support all three of those things even though you only say you support uh so um, communism well, but Russia is acting like a communist because they invade countries and they take over and they tell them not that you're going to be Not only communists invade That's countries. It. I mean, Hitler would not have described himself as a communist, and he was invading uh, other countries. Total authoritarians are the people who will invade. Yeah, the United States, the ones that you think are capitalists, invade other countries all the time. Yeah, for oil, have you ever heard of the war in Iraq or Afghanistan? Right. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll fight with you tomorrow, you guys, okay? Okay, Sarah, bye now. <laughs> okay, bye, Sarah. <laughs> uh, the number here, if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. There are communist warmongers. There are quote-unquote capitalist warmongers. Whatever, whatever ist you are, you're a statist. If you're going to war, if you're stealing from people to fund your militaries. If you're claiming that you are a group called a government that owns a huge... Uh, land mass and you get to tell everyone that lives there what to do you're a statist you're an authoritarian statist in that case i don't care what your you know commie capitalist flavor is whatever you want to just describe yourself just get out of my business leave me alone leave my friends alone leave everybody alone leave the truckers alone leave the people alone who want to be left alone and if you want someone to tell you what to do then you can call up joe biden and ask him to tell you what to do it's free talk live Free Talk Live, phones open here. The number is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian, Matt, and Bonnie. Looks like a headline from earlier that I missed. This came out late, late this afternoon. Male citizens of Ukraine between the ages of 18 and 60 are prohibited from leaving the country. Oh, God. 60? They're going to make 59-year-old men go out there and fight? Well... That's what, what it looks like. Yep. 
That's according to the State Border Guard Service being reported on Twitter by at Breaking 911. So there, in case you hadn't heard, there are a bunch of people uh, trying to get the hell out of Ukraine, understandably, going to Poland uh, and other neighboring countries. And so now they're saying if you're a male, you're not going to be able to leave. So they're going to sacrifice a bunch of their own male citizens instead of just saying, okay, we just will not be militarized and... You're referring to Putin saying that they could end this, the Ukrainian government could end this conflict by simply saying they will agree to be a neutral country, that is to say not join NATO, and that they will disarm. Being a neutral country sounds great. Indeed. Especially Uh, when you're connected to Russia. Like, why would you want to be a country that's anti-Russia also being connected to Russia? You see how it's ending. I I don't know. I just don't understand wanting to join NATO. Indeed. Let's go to your calls and thoughts here. We got Bad Slave, who says he's there now. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk yeah, Live. I am here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. What's on uh, your mind tonight? Listen, Matthew, do you, uh, are you familiar with the book uh, Unintended Consequences? Oh, uh, sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a great book, and there's some good history in there about the ATF. Yeah, that is, a, that is uh, an absolutely excellent book, and I would recommend anybody listening to this show pick up a copy of that for sure. Who wrote it? Well, there you go. Thank you. Maybe better. Uh, and uh, and that you know the the whole business around the ATF, it it wouldn't have existed if if we didn't have prohibition. That's a prohibition. Fact. You know went you know through and destroyed all kinds of of the country, and then and then said, oh well, we made a mistake. Prohibition's bad. We got to get rid of it. And so they had actually two constitutional amendments to to make that that progress and they don't do it for anything else anymore That's but right. uh the uh the fact is is uh they they had a whole g-man force to enforce the uh, prohibition and uh and and so they just uh you know created the MFA What's that? Uh, What's yes? The, the, tell us the, or the, the NFA, the the NFA, uh, National, National Firearms, Firearms Act. Act. Yeah. Act. Yes, yes, and 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 then they went ahead and used uh, the uh, the G men uh, for for prohibition to go ahead and uh, you know prohibit uh, uh, machine guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what government's always done too. They'll 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 create a problem and then they'll use it to magnify other things that they want to push through. So you end up with an NFA, you end up with an ATF, you end up with an uh, an FBI, you wind up with you know, uh, you wind up with yeah. various revenue an officers. And, uh, the IRS came and about none, some... of none of that is authorized. No, not, uh, not by the Constitution. Yeah. The Constitution doesn't authorize any of that. But also, if you if you hearken back to the words of the great Lysander Spooner, he said uh, the Constitution right. has uh, either allowed the government we have or been powerless to prevent it. Either way, it's unfit to exist. So, uh, people, I, I don't I don't like hearing people you know talk about the Constitution too much because it's just a a false a sense of piece security. of paper yeah it's a it's a <laughs> crappy piece of paper it gives people a false sense of security mm-hmm. and it does not do what they think it does it's very very ineffective at doing what they what they think it does if, at least and uh wow, people shouldn't rely on it so much certainly no doubt about that bad slave and, thanks and, uh, go ahead well the other thing is um 
there is a uh, you can get a PDF of that uh, book. I unintended con- Un- I, I would before. recommend grabbing a hard copy of that one, or you know, at least is this the, the one by John Ross. John Ross, yeah, that's a right, you know, right. It's available on Amazon or anywhere for for, for peanuts. Uh, it's uh, worth every penny. Well, there some of them are you know a uh, hundred and fifty bucks and stuff like that. Yeah, for, the first uh, for the first edition hardcovers and so forth. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like the paperback is fifty bucks. Is it so, really? Yeah, this thing is definitely out of print. You are probably going to have to get uh, a used copy. Of this oh, thing. I did. I didn't. Can you guess. get it on I my Kindle? Fifteen bucks for my. If copy. they're spending, uh, thank you by the way, bad slave for the call. If you're if you're spending fifty dollars on a paperback, that there's no way in hell that's a you know, that's a brand new printing, right? That's. It says it's new, but it's got to be limited, right? Like, that must be quote-unquote new in that it's, you know, obviously books don't come shrink-wrapped or right. anything like that. So, good luck. You know, they're in stock, but you're going to pay quite a bit for this. I and can't I believe see, that. I'm going to check eBay instead. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't see a Kindle option. Used prices well, go down to about $38 on this thing. So Maybe they're just trying to censor it on Amazon. Well, uh, maybe it's, it's just censored. a really it's, popular book lately. Yeah, it's, it's here. It's you can yeah. get it. It's well, but not why isn't censored. it Kindle? Why is there no Kindle version? Someone's not. They haven't made it. I mean, you have to. Somebody has to take the time. The whoever the. I bet somebody has done that somewhere. Ian, Ian read a book into uh, audiobook at one point, and I listened to that whole thing. It was fantastic. But I bet that yeah. was a lot of work for the you. The Market to, for Liberty. I started to read Liberty. that book too. It's a good book, but I didn't know Ian did that. Somebody did would have to. Job. The publisher, whoever the publisher is of this book, would have to create that kindle edition and then make it available and it's probably not that hard to do uh but they just haven't done it so maybe that's because they're making big money selling them at 50 dollars a piece in uh in you know hard or soft cover let's go to richard he's calling us from new mexico you're on free talk live richard yes i appreciate you taking my call yes sir every night every night on the news it comes out that they're pushing not only a booster shot, but now the last few nights they've been pushing getting the second booster shot. And apparently the people that are recommending this shot are the two companies, Moderna and Pfizer, that are manufacturing most of the COVID vaccines. Now, with my police background, uh, law enforcement, government agency background, I'm getting rather suspicious of these people pushing this because the government, the last I knew, was paying these companies $40 a shot for all the COVID virus shots. And I feel like these companies, Moderna and Pfizer, are in it to push this so they can push their profits. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Uh, They're making big, big money on this COVID thing. And because the vaccines aren't that effective, they wear off, according to their own advocates now. They used to, remember, they said they were 100% effective when they first came out. And then it was like 98%, then it was 90%, and then it was 80%, and then, uh, you know, it's less than 40% effective. I don't know how you stayed on it that much. I cannot listen to one word those clowns say. The narrative, well, I I didn't stay on it. Somebody came up with a clip yeah, of, that's how I saw oh. it. Of like a two-minute long clip. <laughs> Starts off with Joe Biden saying, you take the shot, 
you're not going to get sick. <laughs> right. And then and it also says it's 100% effective, and then it's clips of all these people in the media saying what percent effective it is <laughs> over time. You can see as time like, goes on. I mean, it's a, I don't know. Maybe some scientists can determine something as 90% effective, like month to month. I feel like there's no possible way for them to be able to actually get a number. Oh, it's 90% effective. It's just lies. It's I just mean, lies. They're just lying. And then as more people realize they can still get sick under this thing, they have to change the number. Right. So just to say the number that you think people are going to buy is basically what it is. So I agree with you, Richard, because whenever they say, oh, OK, well, now that we've had a, as many people get the two shots as we can push on them. Well, the companies still need to make more money. So let's push a third shot and a fourth shot and a fifth shot. And of course, as you pointed out, Richard, and thank you for the call tonight, every shot means those companies are getting paid all over again. And that means tens of billions, billions of, of dollars, dollars per round and so of course they have the incentive to keep going remember there was the project veritas video that came out i think last week where the fda official person that they caught on hidden camera said oh yeah biden wants to have a yearly shot that's just a thing they they intend to roll out at some point is okay well if you want to keep up with covid you got to get a yearly shot now he was saying they intend to force it on people and how they're going to do that is not clear. They, you know, it's just it's just a guy having dinner with the Project Veritas undercover agent, so he's just spilling his guts to her. And he might be trying to sound cool or something like he knows things that the government doesn't want you yeah. to know. I huh. don't know. Could be. I have to look for that. I don't think I saw that. Check out Project Veritas. It's uh, they had a second video coming out, and they may have already released that. We just might not have seen it with of the, the same, same guy. guy. Oh. Yeah, with the same guy. Uh, so we were gonna we're gonna keep you in the loop as all of these things develop. You're of course always welcome to join us every single night here on Free Talk Live. The People's Convoy continuing across the United States. We'll keep an eye on that as uh, the week goes on here. And there's just so much to talk about, so much interesting stuff in the news. Uh, best of luck to the people in Ukraine because not only are they up against the Russian government, but they're now up against their own government gang, which is now forcing the men to stay in the country and likely intends to force them into military service so they can die Forget about it. Uh, for no reason whatsoever. Hard pass. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com.